Hello, beautiful woman of God. Welcome to another episode of Your Big Sister in Christ with your host, Shayla Haran. Okay, it has been, I don't know, maybe about a month since I posted my last episode. Um, And since then, I had went through like some heavy spiritual warfare, honestly. Um, And I'm just going to start today's episode off with a testimony about this episode um yeah with the testimony about this episode um and just about the 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 time that I've been experiencing the things that I've been going through more recently over these past four weeks really so about at the beginning of August and of July um the Holy Spirit and prayer kept leading me to Ephesians 6 and specifically the full armor of God um now in me continuing to read it i probably read over it for like i just read through it if that makes sense like i didn't study it more deeply because i'm like okay holy spirit like what am i not understanding what like is there something you're trying to tell me trying to show me like what is going on so maybe like towards the end of the like the second week of him leading me there I'm just like, okay, well, let me just study each piece of the full armor of God one by one. And in me doing that, I received revelation and I realized that I was under some deception and I had been in thinking I was in warfare with people, um, but I was really in warfare alone. Like I was by myself. And that is a tough place to be. And I was fighting by myself and I didn't even realize it. Um, And I had not really been using the full armor of God. A lot of truth was, a lot of truth um, was being hidden from me. I was really blinded and I was thinking, you know, I was in, you know, in fellowship with people who were fighting with me, but I was really fighting by myself you know and it's not to say that there weren't other there aren't other people praying for me like you know my grandparents and everything um aunts uncles and everything it's not to say that people aren't praying for me however like who I was in fellowship with um it it had opened a door and another testimony God had shown me that in a dream before I even right before I was about to get in fellowship with this group of people on this like specific platform and you know sometimes God can give us a lot of dreams but I will say like if you do not pray about the dream if you don't see God about it if you don't ask the Holy Spirit for understanding and for clarity and wisdom then you're going to be end up in a situation like me not even realizing what's going on you know and God shows me things before it happens all the time like he does it a lot actually and up until recently I realized like I need to be praying about these things and I didn't even realize okay God is showing me some future things that are about to take place like God is showing me some things in the spiritual realm that 
the enemy, like, he showed me what the enemy is trying to do, you know, and in the dream, he showed me what the enemy did, and, like, what I, what I did by coming into agreement with that deception and letting it happen, that he would free me from it and plan a way of escape for me, you know, and him leading me to Ephesians 6 and studying the full armor of God was just the beginning of him leading me out of that deception and free me from that deception and bring me to the place where I am now. I, I will say also, I tried to record this episode mid-August, so maybe about a week and a half ago, two weeks, about two weeks ago, and I just couldn't get it done then. And I'm not sure why I couldn't get it done then. I, I was really going through a lot, guys, like um, spiritually, like a week, over this week and a half ago. Um, but I finally have peace this morning um, and better understanding. You know, sometimes, even with the deception and God showing me, it's like, if I didn't go through it, I wouldn't have learned. I wouldn't, if I didn't go through the experience, I wouldn't have learned. I wouldn't have gained more discernment from it. So I'm still grateful that everything, everything turns out for our good. Um, even if we do find ourselves under some sort of deception in some, in one area of our lives, you know, and deception is you know, that is also, that's another episode for another time, okay? I will, you guys will be hearing me say that a lot, but, you know, there have been, there's probably, like, five episodes that I've been sitting on, like, during that whole time that I was, you know, warring spiritually, you know? Um, so... <laughs> There might be a couple of episodes, like more episodes, like next week I might post three episodes because there's so many, there's so much that the Holy Spirit has been speaking to me. There's so much revelation I've been receiving and understanding of God's word that I've been receiving that I need to share with you all. So, but also in God's timing. So I'm just releasing this episode now on the full armor of God. Okay. And that was just the testimony behind this episode um, and just that's just a short testimony. It's, it's not even in full detail. I can't go in full detail, honestly, but just know that God is good and God plans a way of escape for all of his children. When we fall into deception, when we fall into temptation, which may cause us to sin, God plans a way of escape for us. And oftentimes that way of escape, it starts with confession and repentance. Um, but that's another episode for another time. So let's get started with this episode. Okay, so in Ephesians 6, starting at verse 10, Paul introduces the full armor of God. All right, this armor contains six specific pieces with prayer as its activation. It is first stated in Ephesians. However, aspects of this armor, it can be found all throughout scripture, especially if they are parallel to Christ's character. Each part of the armor represents a part of Christ's character that has been given to us as Christians as armor. We are not Christ, but in using the full armor of God, we draw closer to him and how he was able to fight off the enemy and win every single battle. We can do the same. We can do the same, and this armor has been given to us so that we can do so. All right, I will dissect this concept further in other episodes for this series. And yes, this full armor of God episode is a part of a larger series, okay? But today I will just be introducing 
each piece of the armor. Alright, so now I'm going to read Ephesians 6 verses 10 through 18, okay, in the ESV version. Starting at verse 10, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. And as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace, in all circumstances take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication, to that end keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Okay? As I'm reading this, I'm just thinking about every experience that has happened in this past month and how this past month has been an Ephesians 6 moment, like, and how I feel like I've been living out Ephesians 6 over this past month. It's, it's been crazy, y'all. That's all I got to say. It's been crazy. Like, and me fully understanding verse 12, for we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but against rulers and the evil within this world and in the spiritual realm that is i mean out of this whole thing that has probably been the biggest part of the lesson is knowing that we literally do not wrestle against flesh and blood like it's it's not flesh to flesh that we wrestle against like we're wrestling spiritually um that's probably another episode for another time but that part and and the shield of faith like those two have been my biggest lessons in helmet of salvation and about the truth so let's just say every part okay every part of this full armor of god i've been literally living it out and literally learning and doing uh, and i made mistakes for sure i've made mistakes but God is faithful. Okay, so let's get into the first part of this armor, which is the belt of truth. Okay, truth, truth is so important. But, all right, the belt of truth is, is what protects the armor from falling apart. The truth is what protects us from falling apart. Okay, the truth is what sets us free. And if you're walking in freedom, that means you're not walking in anxiety and depression. You're not walking in lies and you're not walking in chaos you're not falling apart your faith in god isn't falling apart okay you have the mind of christ all right you're not falling apart okay we have to stand firm on the truth of jesus christ so that our righteousness all right like i said our faith our peace our use of the word as a weapon and every gift given to us by god does not dwindle or fall apart those who have received christ must know that those who believe in Christ are free from fear of eternal punishment, which is hell, 
because they have received baptism and live in the grace so they are not the subject of this punishment other penalties of the present life okay such as death pain or suffering which through imitating christ withdrew their bitterness and burden okay if we do not hold fast to this we subject ourselves to condemnation and there is no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit okay that is romans 8 and 1 romans 8 and 1 okay with the belt of truth guys it's so important ladies i said guys that's just how i talk okay y'all i grew up with four brothers and and my dad okay so sometimes i might talk to y'all very general even though i am talking to the woman i might say guys okay i might say certain things that you know it don't sound like um i'm talking to my ladies but i'm talking to my ladies i might say guys i might say bruh i might say yo i might say sis no i say sis a lot all right but anyways let me not get off track but the belt of truth is so important because as i said before it holds everything together the belt of truth is what keeps you literally the truth of jesus christ is literally it is what keeps you firm as you're fighting as you're battling so that every part of the armor stays where it's supposed to the belt of truth it holds it up okay the truth that comes with the gospel is what holds you so we got to stand firm in the truth and not lies all right the next part of the armor is the blessed prayer of righteousness okay it is what we use to guard our hearts and all that we do we must treat others as god does by showing mercy grace and patience towards them okay we have to understand that hatred and unforgiveness are not of god and if it seeps into our hearts that means we are not guarding it Okay, this means that we are not being righteous and diligent enough to ask God to show us our hearts so that he may transform it into his image. We must also use this breastplate so we do not speak lies against God's word by our actions. The way we live determines our righteousness. The way we live determines also what's within our hearts. Now, sometimes because of past pain just not being healed there might be things within our hearts and it will show in certain interactions if you're not aware that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood okay let's be honest when we're not healed we go <laughs> okay we might have a conversation with somebody who has hurt us like a parent okay and you're trying to tell that parent like this happened you know what i mean and you get triggered because they're just not receptive of it and they don't see what you see you know and in that you have to understand like some like it's not flesh and blood that you wrestle against even though your parent may have hurt you and they they can still be very triggering like it's triggering because you're not healed first of all but you also have to understand that it's not flesh and blood it's spiritual wickedness okay it's your parents spiritual things that they haven't healed from or received deliverance from wrestling against yours like you guys are fighting against each other spiritually but it's not about the flesh you know now people people we do make mistakes as people but in order to fully grasp forgiveness you have to understand like thing uh, everything is spiritual i think everything is spiritual some people have told me like everything is not spiritual like why are you like that blah, blah, blah. but me thinking that everything is spiritual 
honestly has got me further than me thinking like everything isn't spiritual if that makes sense um thinking knowing that everything is spiritual has allowed me to be more diligent it's allowed me to see my heart better and the state of my the state of my heart my soul my mind and understanding that a lot is spiritual and because I did believe that and I do believe that I have received healing in Jesus name I've received deliverance in Jesus name and I'm grateful for that and I don't want to go on a tangent but it's important to guard your heart okay you guard your heart with the promises and the truth of God you guard your heart with the word of God so literal scripture because there's power in the scripture because it's sharper than any two-edged sword okay and it pierces through bone it pierces through your spirit it pierces through everything okay the word of god can transform you and it's important to guard your heart with that it's important that in those moments when you feel like you're about to be triggered and you might say something that you shouldn't say you might go off you might start screaming and screaming and crying like you know a lot of us have those moments or have had those moments you have to remember scripture to fight to fight like to keep you from blowing up (laughs) okay and to know that you're guarding your heart with the word of God, to know that you're truly guarding your heart with the word of God, the scriptures will come up. Okay, so if you're studying and you you really want this word to penetrate your heart and you want it to stay there, you know what's you know that there's scripture in your heart when you actually use it. And that's how you know you're guarding your heart correctly. When you're actually using the word of God in these stressful temptation I think I said that right word right I don't know situations that's how you know you're guarding your heart when the word of God actually comes up when you're in these situations that you need some help you need some help okay and also the brush the righteousness you know and treating others the way loving your brother okay which is Christ's command for us to love one another okay and righteousness is to me, I define righteousness as I define it as treating God's people the way we're supposed to, treating them rightly. Okay, the way that God treats us as His children, we treat His other children the same way, and even in people who are coming to Christ, we treat them with grace. We get we treat them with mercy. Okay, we treat them with love and compassion. And we're slow to anger, okay? That's what I define righteousness as. And how you treat people, whatever the the state of your heart is, shows how righteous you are. You know the state of someone's heart by their actions. And that's how you know someone lives righteously or not, by their actions, by the way they live, okay? So that's what I define it as. So it's important to guard our hearts with truth, with love, with the word of God, so so that we may live out righteousness and it may be seen... It may be seen by others okay the next part of the armor is as the shoes the readiness given by the gospel of peace okay this represents the called being able to go in confidence spreading the gospel knowing God has delivered us from fear and unclean spirits so that we may share our faith increasing our rooting and fulfilling the Great Commission the gospel which is the good news of Jesus Christ, gives peace because of the promises that come along with it, specifically of eternal life. Peace helps us to stay grounded and simultaneously stand our ground. Okay, this is a quote from, I forgot her first name, 
but her last name is Bollinger, okay? This is a quote from her that I just said. Peace helps us to stay grounded and simultaneously stand our ground, okay? And she wrote this in her article, How Do I Put on the Gospel of Peace as Spiritual Armor? If you Google that question, you should be able to find the article. It's a great article. Um, and I actually used it in one of my papers, one of my papers that I did for seminary school. Um, I actually used that article and I thought it would just, so that's another thing, guys. So the full armor of God, it wasn't just so I could fight, but also I used it. I studied it so I could add it to one of my papers and I didn't realize I could speak on the full armor of God in that paper until I actually started to write it. Um, so the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is great. I love the Holy Spirit. It's my best friend, you know, probably really my only friend as sometimes but there was a lot of purpose in studying the former God and I don't want to get off track but that's the quote peace helps us to stand stay grounded and simultaneously stand our ground okay God calls us to stand this this is not the quote anymore but this is me explaining uh further God calls us to stand and stand firm meaning we must fight firmly and fully equipped with each piece of the full armor armor but specifically and emphasizing once again standing firm to the truth okay and that is the peace the peace of jesus christ jesus says many times in the new testament like peace i I leave with you even the the um apostles they say that at the end of their letters paul says that in his letters like may the peace of jesus christ be upon you okay the peace of the gospel that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, okay? That is a scripture about persecution, facing persecution. A lot of people say that scripture and don't understand that it's about persecution and facing persecution as a believer, as a follower of Christ, as his disciple and spreading the gospel. That scripture is for believers. That scripture is not for unbelievers to just use, but it's for believers to encourage us. Although we face persecution within a world, within our careers, you know, Lord Jesus, help me. Don't want to get off track again, but within our careers, within our families, we face persecution even within our our families because everybody in our family is not a believer. You know, just got to keep it a stack. All right. Everybody in our family ain't no believer. All right. But that scripture is for believers. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That is for believers who face persecution. And it's so important that you know that Um, that scripture is about persecution. It's not really about like, you know, okay, me walking up the stairs and I'm tired after a long day of work or my back hurt, my knee hurt. No, that's not what that's about. It's about persecution and spiritual warfare. I can all do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All things through Christ who strengthens you, strengthens you spiritually in battle. Amen. God is good. God is good. But I just wanted to share that, okay? I don't want to get off track. I'm going to probably keep saying that, but knowing myself, I'm probably going to get off track like a couple of times. And it's not even that it's off track because it gets to the episode. All right? The next piece is the shield of faith, okay? This is what blots out the attack of the enemy, keeping us moving in our walk with God, okay? The shield surrounds us, okay, from our head to our feet. Like, imagine a big old shield that's like a circle, Okay, and it's just surrounding you, all right? The shield of faith surrounds you, like, everywhere, all right? We should have faith 
that we can overcome the world because Christ has. We should have faith in this. Again, facing the persecution. Okay, let me keep reading. Keep reading my notes. Okay, we cannot be defeated by the world's hostility towards us and understand that the enemy deserves a rebuke. Okay, living out the word aids us from being attacked. Okay, this goes back to the breastplate of righteousness. How you live shows what's in your heart. Okay, we have to hear and do the word of God in order to receive faith. Psalm 91 verse 4 states that God's faithfulness is a shield. All right, the attacks are are blotted out because God is the shield. Our faith grows the relationship with him. Okay, he fights for us and defends us. He delivers us out of every battle. Faith is what gets us through. All right, imagine yourself walking through a battlefield. All right, arrows all around you, but they miss because your shield blocks them. This is the shield that God is to us. <laughs> this is the shield that God is to us. Faith is the shield and God is faith. Relationship with God is faith. And a growing relationship with God is faith and it builds faith. It's true faith. Trust Trust in God is faith. Trust in God. Amen. The next piece, all right, is the helmet of salvation. All right, this means that we have the mind of Christ. Our minds are guarded from deception. Or it should be when we truly take on the mind of Christ. No lie of the enemy, okay? No, or what people say, intrusive thoughts, okay? Should be able to penetrate your mind to the point where you're believing it. And the way that you're living shows that you believe it. All right. So say the enemy puts a thought in your mind and says, oh, my gosh, you should be anxious about that. You should be anxious about that. That's going to cause a lot of bad things to happen. You know, that wasn't a part of the plan. You know, just just little, little stuff because the enemy is subtle. Like the enemy is so subtle. Right. So say you get that thought and it's just like, oh, my gosh that's true like something bad can happen from this like one thing not going as planned like oh my gosh I'm so anxious like and anxiety is not of God and worry is not of God right so then you start believing in the way you're living because you're living in fear okay you're trying to step around the situation step around like trying to figure out what else you can do like you know and just we're even worrying through it because you might not be able to step around you might got to go through it but if you're walking into it with fear and worry and anxiety like that is not of god and you're walking into it with expectations for evil to happen for something bad to go wrong because a thought popped up in your mind before anything even happened then baby you don't got the mind of christ you got the mind of something else but it ain't it ain't of christ it's not of god there's no truth in that you have to have the mind of Christ. And having the mind of Christ also means using the word of God to fight. Knowing your scripture. Knowing it in your mind. Knowing it in your heart and your soul. And using it. Letting the scriptures flow through your mind as truth to help you throughout the day. Each day has its own words. We got to take each day as it comes. And ask, just ask God to give us, help us to have the mind of Christ on today. So that means help me to have my helmet of salvation in, in the truth and knowing that I've received eternal life through Christ Jesus just by following him and his commands come on now y'all 
Remember your salvation. Remember what God brought you out of. Remember that you are delivered. Remember that you are set free. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God is good. All right. The next piece is the sword of the spirit. Okay. This is actually the last piece of the full armor of God. Okay. The sword of the spirit. Okay. Is the word of God written, spoken, and the incarnate word, which is Jesus Christ himself who fights for us. This sword is the only offensive weapon in the armor. Hebrews 4 and 12 states, for the word of God is living, is living and and active and active sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of the soul and spirit of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart it is a weapon that can pierce through any and everything including the wilder so we must be careful and vigilant with how we use the word as a weapon it is key that we believe in the word we are professing we must live by it not just say it okay and this part honestly just confirms and goes in alignment with everything i've been saying before even getting to the sword of the spirit okay but know that the word of god okay so the promises he speaks to you okay first of all believe in them and don't let anything tell you otherwise do not speak lies against the promises that god told you don't call it a lie because then you call it God a liar and God is not a man that he should lie if he said it will he not do it will he not perform it we have to trust in God like we have to know the word of God because if we don't like I'm telling you like the spiritual warfare you face is going to be crazy and you might fall into sin if you're not fighting if you're not using the full armor of God and sin leads to death and sin leads to death okay so it's important, like, literally, like, the word of God is so important. The promises that he's spoken to you, okay? The written word of God, your holy Bible. Read it. Study it. Pray scriptures. Like, praying scriptures helps you so much in spiritual warfare. I'm telling you, like, pray the scriptures back to God. The scriptures that he's given us to war with, say them in prayer. Say them in prayer. When you get an intrusive thought, Say a scripture out loud to let the enemy know I'm fighting. And this is how I'm fighting. I'm fighting with the word of God, which you have no power against. Nothing can stand against the word of God. All right. And the incarnate word of God, like let your faith in Jesus Christ and the fact that you are following Jesus and his commands. Let that let that aid you like fight, like use that sword. Because Jesus will definitely fight for us. He's at the right hand of the Father. When we're in prayer, he hears us as his children. He hears us. Like, have faith in, have faith in the word of God. Have faith in your sword and understand that your sword is sharp. It's the sharpest thing out there. And nothing, it penetrates through everything. Nothing is stronger than it. Nothing can withstand it. The word of God stands forever. Forever. All right. And finally, okay, this last part is the prayer, okay? How you should be praying at all times. Okay? Prayer is prayer is what activates the armor and keeps it in constant use, making it stronger through each battle. Prayer is what brings revelation, truth, 
outpours and refillings of God's spirit and anointing. The word tells us in 1 Thessalonians to pray without ceasing, ceasing for a reason. Everything happens when we pray. When we get on our, on our knees and we say, we see God. As soon as you get on your knees, as soon as you start to pray, it happens. It's already done. You just have to be patient and wait for it to come in, in the natural. It might it might take a couple of days. It might take a couple of hours. It might take a couple of minutes. I've been a witness to a couple of minutes through prayer. I've been a witness. When you see God and pray. Now, one thing that helped me was praying one thing at a time. But if you see God in prayer concerning one request. Okay, and that's what I did. Not 20 minutes later, the request was answered. It happened. It came to the natural 20 minutes, maybe less than 20 minutes, maybe about 30. Like it was very quick. And I've been a witness to that. And that's another testimony, but I don't want to get too, too deep into that. But just know that this podcast is part of the testimony. But anyways, um, prayer, it grows our trust and relationship with God. We must be praying for ourselves and praying for others at all times. Know this, baby, we are not on the battlefield alone, okay? It's not just us with a shield and armor out there, okay? There are people all around us with their armor on, walking through the same present darkness. There are some who may fall on the field, and you have to be able to still defend yourself, okay? With the full armor of God, so allowing God to defend you while operating in the offensive on their behalf intercession i mean come on like god is good right now like i hope you are just really listening to what i'm saying right now like god is good okay the easiest way to do this intercession is to call on jesus call on god for backup don't go into war with somebody else for someone else alone call on god for backup ask him to still hold you together while you are battling for others okay and that is the end of this episode. I really hope y'all go back and re-listen to everything that I said. Take some pauses. Take some notes. Because this is important. This is just a part of a series, okay? So in part two, all right, I will be pointing you to different parts in the scripture, okay, that... um different parts of the scripture that show that depict the full armor of God and it shows how it's a part of Christ's character okay it's a part of God's character and that'll be the second part of this series all right and then after that I have a couple more episodes coming out that won't be a part of the series um but it might relate it might relate I'm just being honest like honestly everything after studying this can relate back to the full armor of God like a lot there's a lot of connections a lot of cross references like if you really study the word it's a lot y'all but i really do hope that you guys and i know that some of you will you will take pauses you will take notes you will go back and be like oh girl that's good i need to remember that you're gonna type it out in your notes you're gonna send it to a friend and i just know that some of y'all will do that and i'm just grateful to god for this episode i'm grateful to god for getting me to the point of recording this episode all the way through um and just working through me so just to close okay i am gonna close out in prayer all right for this episode 
God, I thank you, Father, for this episode, Lord God. I thank you, Father, for faith, God. I thank you for peace, Lord God. I thank you for joy. I thank you for love and strength, Lord God. All the things, Lord God, all the goodness, Lord God, that comes from you, Lord God. I just pray and ask, Lord God, that you would just help us, Lord God, as your daughters, Lord God, to continue to fight, Lord God. Help us to understand that we are fighting spiritually, Lord God, and help us, Lord God, to Put on the full armor of God, Lord God, that is within your written word, God. Help us to study, Lord God, your word, God, so that we may use it, Lord God, to fight, Lord God, to guard our hearts, Lord God, from evil, from lies, Lord God, from any attack of the enemy, Father. Help us, Lord God, to continue to walk, Lord God, firm, Lord God, in relationship with you, Lord God, so that our faith may increase, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, help us, Lord God, to hold on to the truth, Lord God the truth of jesus christ the truth of salvation father we thank you lord god for your grace god we thank you father for your mercy lord god we thank you father for the the many sacrifices lord god that you perform within our lives and we thank you lord god for the major sacrifice of jesus christ on the cross god i just pray lord god for peace lord god on today in the hearts of your children, Lord God, in the hearts of your daughters, Father, in the name of Jesus, amen.